Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. The biggest story of the week is one you probably don't want to hear about. That is, you're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast and Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you listen to us. And we're brought to you, as usual, by Life's First Naturals. LifeFirstNaturals.com website that features true biotics as well as bovine colostrum. You may want to stock up on those when I tell you the most important story of the week. Um, but for now, let me go and talk about the other stories of the week. One that was interesting, it's the Odd Omega segment of the week. And by the way, this is 1122A of You, the Owner's Manual podcast. I am your host, Dr. Mike Roizen. Caitlin is our engineer. That story is one that changes my attitude a little bit about things. Greater high-fat dairy, high-fat milk consumption may reduce the risk of chronic kidney disease in those with slightly impaired kidney function. And what does it mean to me? Well, remember from the China study, we thought, which came out of China, um, done by outstanding scientists at Cornell, we thought it might be that milk increased your risk of some chronic diseases, including cancer. That's what it really said. Never been replicated, and maybe it was contaminants or recombinant DNA or something, uh, recombinant growth hormone that was used in those particular, in that particular milk, in that particular study. But this study shows, now it's not long enough to say there's no cancer risk, it's not long enough to say anything about that, but it does say that the chronic disease risk with kidney patients is actually less in people with incipient kidney disease who had full fat milk. Now, what have we learned? We thought all saturated fat was bad, no. We knew that processed red meat and red meat was bad and that egg yolks were bad epidemiologically. And we, in 2000, we knew that in 1994, when we started doing the studies, why I quit taking or eating those myself, because they didn't love my body back. But what we know now is it's carnitine less than choline plus saturated fat. And those aren't as highly prevalent full-fat milk as... Uh, they are in red meat, carnitine, obviously, or less than choline in egg yolks. So the point is um, we've learned a different mechanism causes this than was initially suspected, and maybe high-fat dairy is okay. I think we need more data. This is an epidemiologic study, not a huge one. Dementia signs emerge up to nine years before diagnosis. Why is that really helpful? That's our longevity is the next disruptor because then we're going to be able to treat it early and or get people at least to do the 33 lifestyle choices we've talked about often on the show, such as a half a tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil a day, speed of processing games, doing the full form of physical activity, managing stress, etc. But if you, dement, if you can diagnose it nine years before it's clinically apparent, 
then maybe you can treat it early. How about counting steps? How much do you need to boost health? Well, there are 26 studies on this now. Yeah, it did come from a Japanese uh, pedometer manufacturer, as I've said many times, um, but he actually guessed right. It is 10,000. This study this week has about 9,000. That's close enough to 10,000. Um, I'm gonna go and buy into the 10,000. What about, let's go through, and, and that's our, um, if you will, our wellness foreplay. Who goes and says something bad? That's the WHO or the World Health Organization. Um, 500 million are at risk if they don't do physical activity because they don't do it. And by the way, that's the other Royzen rules for a younger you study of this week segment is look to exercise to extend life even for the oldest. So they looked at people 65 and older, and what did they found? The more exercise they did, the, the younger they got. That is, it decreased their risk of all-cause mortality. So, um, if you will, uh, the, um, if you met the guideline for strengthening activity, about a 10% in risk for those over 65. 75 is the same, a little less. How about if you meet the aerobic activity, that is that 10,000 steps, about a 25% reduction in all-cause mortality. The two together, about a 30% reduction in mortality. So strength training gives you about 15% more benefit, which is exactly what we found when we did the real age studies way back when, but it affects even the elderly, which is great news. Um, the, uh, by the way, the chronic kidney disease uh, data was in people who, 2,400 people who were without uh, chronic kidney disease from Iran, and it was an epidemiologic study of milk intake. Um, as I said, the, uh, by the way, the, the study that diagnosed people um, nine years uh, before they uh, developed uh, dementia, that was done in the United Kingdom. And um, as I remember it, it was a huge number of patients uh, 500,000 people recruited between 2006 and 2010, and more than 5,600 went on to develop uh, dementia of one kind or another. Um, a disturbing, the second disturbing study of the week is a well beyond wellness. If you're over the age of uh, 70, and the average age of this was 79.2, um, you have a 15% chance of having a one-year mortality after undergoing elective surgery. Um, that is any kind of elective surgery. It was at over the age of 70, and I'm there, and I'll need elective surgery on my shoulder. Hopefully I'm in good enough condition in my 55-year-old uh, real age, that is, 
My physiologic age is about 21 years younger than my calendar age, and hopefully that will keep me uh, from suffering too much um, and not having that death afterwards. Um, the uh, next story is um, one that uh, we can say um, that the um, let me go and I don't like that one or that story. So um, this is weight loss history is very positively related to success in future obesity management. That is, even if people yo-yoed, at least they lost it once, they can do it again. And if you're really good, you can keep and help them keep a lower weight. So that was this story, um, and it is, uh, it's not 100%, but it was a success story. Um, hot flashes and night sweats in non-menopausal people, as well as in menopausal people, look like they correlate with early signs of poor brain health. So if you have those, get therapies for them. That's the good news. We have a lot of therapies for them. Now, what's the worst story of the week? The worst story of the week is my, oh gosh, story. Um, it is a, um, if you will, the great news about this story is it can be a celebrated rather than a horrible between RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, hasn't gone around in about four years, influenza, the flu, we've had a very low level because people have been distancing and wearing masks and getting herd immunity, and COVID-19, we're worried about it coming back. Public health experts worry about the potential triple-demic and the overcrowding of hospitals and are not being able to service these people and get the best care we can. I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's what is worry about. And when you look at Australia, which influenza season we follow, um, it had a horrible influenza season this year. They get a lot of people vaccinated against COVID, so many more than we did. Um, if you look at it, only 8% of people over the age of 65 or with serious comorbidities, those are the highest risk groups, have gotten the double booster and only 37% say they're probably gonna get it. We need to get a lot more than that vaccinated against COVID-19 with the new boosters. And we need to get a lot more people in those that high risk group over 50 or with comorbidities vaccinated against the flu if we're not going to tax our medical system again and have a triple epidemic, if you will, or trip-edemic, as the health people are saying for us. So, big stories. Remember the good news. We're learning how to diagnose dementia nine years before it becomes clinically apparent, which allows you, without that diagnosis, to take action and prevent it. 10,000 steps is the right number and strength training adds to that. I think the other thing to summarize for you 
is get in good shape because one in seven adults over the age of 70 will die, that's 15% will die within a year of elective surgery. And no reason for you, it goes up as you get older, obviously, and physiologically older. So do things to healthy to get younger and maybe high fat milk will make a comeback. We'll have to see the data on that in further studies. And I guess the, the other, um, if you will, story is please get vaccinated against the flu and against COVID-19 and watch your kids um, in case they get respiratory syncytial virus, you want to isolate them and get them to medical care as soon as possible. This has been Dr. Mike Roizen, sponsored, of course, as for Life's First Naturals. And I should say, of course, go to the greatagereboot.com. Greatagereboot.com has all the supplement information on our Reboot Your Age app, which you can sign up for there. We have a free newsletter that comes out weekly that gets you one of these stories and the most prominent story in depth. Um, and do that. It's, it's a free Reboot Your Age newsletter. And you can get a free 10-day trial of Reboot Your Age, the app. It's a great app to help you stay younger longer. And it will discuss the benefits of bovine colostrum as well in the library. The library is a great library that you can even teach your practitioner a whole bunch with and share with them as well. Again, this has been Dr. Mike Roizen, you the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast 1122A. Thanks, Caitlin, for engineering. We've got a great guest coming up talking, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you, I'm just going to tell you, we have a great guest coming up, as was last week and the week before, and even the week before that. Listen to the B sections if you haven't. Thanks again, Caitlin. We'll be back next week. Hope you will be too.